This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Hey you, yeah, you, smile. It's a great day to have a great day. Let's get positive. How's it going, everyone? I'm Joshua Tiggis, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. There are no better memories than the ones that come from spending time with the people you're closest to. And that's what this episode is all about. Friendships are critical to our happiness because they give us an escape route when things begin to go sideways. Whether it's a person to talk to about an issue or people to go on adventures with, the importance of friendship within our lives is one of the strongest bonds that we must create because without them, we fall into an empty void. The moment I realized this was a time when I was spending a bunch of my time alone focusing on my own academic and personal success. But what I failed to focus on was my overall well-being and mental health. That's where friendships come into play. Not only can friends offer an escape from stress, but they can also help you recognize when you need to take a break. That's exactly what Abby Wanniger has done for me in the past, and I'm extremely grateful for her. When I was thinking of potential guests for this episode, I didn't have to think very long because I knew Abby's energetic attitude would be a perfect fit for the podcast and what better person to talk about this topic with than one of my closest friends. I'm really looking forward to this conversation and I hope you are too. So without further ado, allow yourself to escape from your life for a little while and enjoy this episode with Abby. Here we are back again with another episode of The Positive Point here for episode two of season three. And I couldn't be more excited to have my really good friend and close friend, Abby Wanniger, with us today. So, Abby, thank you so much for being willing to be on The Positive Point. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, so for everyone who doesn't know, like I just mentioned, Abby is a really close friend of mine. We were extremely close throughout high school, but We've kind of gone our own separate ways as uh, time has kind of gone on with taking our own uh, personal journeys throughout college and everything. But it's just so nice to be able to reconnect with you, Abby, and have this conversation today. You as well, Josh. It's always a good time talking to you. (laughs) But the thing that that really strikes me about when I think of Abby, I think of this energetic individual. And I think the best way I can describe it is you're like a cheerleader which is kind of like extremely fitting, saying that you were a cheerleader in high school. But before we get into the friendship aspect that I want to discuss today, I think we should talk about that energy, how it's important to have it, but then also how you can get it when you don't have it. Some people might be struggling with this energy to like, wake up in the morning or like get stuff accomplished. So like, what would you say to those people? Honestly, the best thing to do is just have a positive outlook on the day. I mean, there's so many days, like I'm not a morning person and I just don't ever want to get out of bed, but just when you do get out of bed, make the best of your day because you only have that day. I mean, you never know what your next day will look like and you never know what kind of a day anyone else is having. So you always want to make sure that you have a positive attitude. Every morning I go to school and I get told I have so much energy and I have too much energy for the morning and kind of one of those things you just gotta always be willing to be uplifting to other people even if you don't know if they need it or not I love that and I love how you mentioned of like getting up out of bed because that's something I have 
jotted down too is just to get up and be productive to like have something on your plate to go get something done that's something i've found too is this past summer i kind of fell into that lazy trap of always just wanting to lay around and watch netflix and everything but it's when i developed those projects and got something on my plate of what i wanted to accomplish where I was able to have that energy to get up and be productive and feel like I had meaning to my days. So I had that goal for the days, for the months, for even the whole summer. And ultimately, when you achieve those, you just get that sense of reward in you because you ultimately achieved what you set out to do. Yes, I totally agree with that. Having the goals definitely is like a reason to get out of bed in the morning and a reason to get up and do what you do and love what you do, not just do what you do, but also love it. Exactly. And speaking of that, loving that what you do and stuff, I think it's also really important to highlight that there are going to be bad times, there are going to be like good times and everything's going extremely well, that keep your spirits up and all peppy. But there are going to be those times when you experience those hardships, like we've talked about so much on this podcast. But there are going to be times when you struggle and stuff and struggle with those projects. But it's the sense of knowing that good times are coming and that sense of perseverance to continue to achieve that goal and what you set out to do. For sure. If you just look at every bad situation as another bad thing that happens versus a stepping stone to another good thing, you're never going to get as far as you possibly could in life. I love that. But I would do kind of want to wrap back around to what you initially mentioned with how like right now, people tell you that in the morning, you have way too much energy at class. So I would say that you are definitely an extroverted person. But I'm curious, have you always been that way? Or was there a distinct time that you kind of broke out of that shell? I remember one of my fifth grade teachers always told me that I was too quiet. But I don't know, I think just kind of like middle school. And I mean, I never really viewed myself as a quiet person. Maybe just in class, I was a quiet person. But I think I've kind of always been that way. But you did mention that kind of that middle school time frame is when you really started to more be that extroverted individual, get in contact with those around you. And that was a really distinct time too, because I think that's when we really connected the most. That's when our friendship kind of really all started in middle school. And then it just kind of went and blossomed in high school with hanging out and making memories, which is so crucial to not only our physical success with those around us, but also like our mental health as well. So I think that's a really great transition into friendship in general and how important that is into our lives. So to start this off, I just kind of want to throw it to you on getting your general opinion on why friendship is so important. Friendship is important because um, you just need those people in your life to encourage you to be a better person and encourage you to be more uplifting. And I know some of the reason I get out of bed every morning like we've discussed earlier is because I have those friends that I know will be there for me that I can have fun with whereas sometimes if you don't have those connections with people it's difficult to have that bond and that desire to want to live it's so sad that some people experience that but it's one of those things you just have to be willing to step out of your shell sometimes and go out and make those friendships when it's hard starting school for me I know it's been rough making friends just meeting new people and everything and I'm in such a small like class and everything, but you just really have to take every opportunity that's given to you to go out and say hi to someone or even talk to someone old again and just try and make those connections any way possible. Well, that goes back to what we were just talking about too with 
reaching out to those around you, how you talked about, you kind of started doing that in middle school. And that's something that I really noticed, especially this past year with college is approaching others and not being afraid of them, especially within the digi department, how like all gathering stories and formulating stories, I found the importance of stepping outside of that comfort shell to approach others. And through doing that, I've noticed that people are willing to talk to you. I always had like that kind of notion in my mind that people just wanted to be left alone. They wanted me to go on with my business. They had business they wanted to attend to. But I found that if you take time to sit down with someone and have this curiosity about something they're passionate about, you can sit down and have a conversation with them that'll last hours. Yeah, I definitely agree with that 100%. Um, And a good example of that too, um, I was at a gathering earlier in the semester and one of the girls that I was a cheerleader in high school, as you mentioned. And one of the girls that was on a rival team actually came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, is that Abby Wanniger? And ever since then, we've been just, we just clicked and had a good friendship. And I like to think back, like if she had not have come up to me, would I be where I am right now? Would I be in a good spot? Would I be enjoying life as much as I am? Just the little things that you don't think might matter to someone could totally change their life. Exactly. You talked about going up to those people and reaching out to them. And that's something too, is I've noticed that I've had these uh, thoughts of the people I used to always connect with back in high school go through my head. And I was like wondering, oh, I wonder how they're doing. But they just stayed as thoughts. I didn't go out and actually reach out to them to see how they were doing. They're just like, oh, I'm just curious how they're doing. But I think it's important to take that step to reach out to them Because even today, I just got an email from a professor just saying, hey, how you doing and stuff. And that meant the world to me today because I've had a little bit of a rough week. And as you can probably tell, I got this cold that I'm trying to battle too. So it's just reaching out to those people and just checking up on them, saying hi. And and it also lets them know that you're still in their life. Yes, that and even people you don't talk to, for sure, friendships from like old rekindling old friendships, but also the new ones too, people you don't normally talk to. Um, you never know what anyone is going through and a simple high from someone could mean the absolute world to them. Yeah. And you never know when those, what used to be strong connections could dwindle out, but it's simply reaching out to them could rekindle all of that. And an even stronger connection could form because of that, because with friendships, they offer you that support system and they offer you that strong connection that'll be with you throughout the rest of your life where you can make memories. But like you were talking about, even during all those challenging times, you can turn to them for that help. Yeah, I completely agree. There's no way to strengthen a friendship unless you work on it yourself. You have to put in effort and it goes both ways too. No relationship will strengthen itself by one person. I love that you brought that up, how it won't strengthen it with one person. It kind of is that two-way street. And it is important to realize that friendship is not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. Like I was talking about earlier, how with our life and stuff and with our projects, we're going to go through hard times. That's the same thing that's true with friendships and relationships and any type of connection you have with those around you. It's not always going to be perfect. There are going to be some rocky times, but how you get through those times will like develop an even stronger connection between all of you and develop that close friendship to grow into something even greater. I even saw a TikTok the other day. Sorry, I was thinking of this as you were talking. 
and it made a comparison about strengthening friendships and how it it's not a one person effort it's a two person effort and it said imagine you have a bench to move it's a long bench you move it with one person you're not going to get anywhere it's going to take you forever but if you move it with two people it moves so much smoother you can move it together at the same time at the same pace and have that bond to click and connect and relate to one another and strengthen it essentially all in one versus on your own separate ways. I love that analogy with how like moving that bench, like you said, I just kind of envisioned in my head, like doing it by yourself, how you're kind of pick it up in the middle, let's say it. And then it's kind of like a teeter totter or whatever. It's really hard because of all that weight distribution, but with two people, obviously one on each end weight is more evenly distributed. And that's like you were saying with our friendship as well. It is that two-way street. It does take both of us to ultimately make it work, grow that close connection. But on another note, an interesting thing that I like thought up of one day, and I like, I'd like your opinion on this as well, is, is there such a thing as too many friends? Um, yes and no. It depends how you can maintain that friendship. I personally have always thought it's better to have one really good friend than 50 friends that can't always connect with. I think it's good to have a variety of friends. I personally have a couple best friends and they're all my best friends for different reasons. One's easy to talk to, one's, one makes me laugh, one is like a shoulder I could cry on, stuff like that, that you don't even think about. But you have to remember to always include each person. And I've noticed that it gets harder the more friends you get to include each person and make each friendship work. You know, you add a friend, well, then that's less time you have to spend with another friend. Or you take away a friend and there's more time to spend. But you have to know what you can handle and what you can't handle. Because if you add someone and eventually take off time from another person, that person's going to feel as if that friendship isn't important to you. And they're not going to necessarily want to be a part of it. They're going to know hey, I deserve better than to be ditched for this other person. And so you really have to just focus on maintaining the friendships you have. And if you come across someone that you want to be friends with, that you would just have a click with, then you know what it's probably meant to be. But you also have to remember to keep all your other friendships balanced as well. Well, I definitely agree with you when you brought that up about how it's better to have that one best friend who you're able to turn to no matter what than like those 50 friends who are just kind of like distributed out there who you hang out with every once in a while, but aren't really close enough where you can talk about your own personal concerns. But I also love that you how you're bringing that up how throughout life, it's important to just keep your interests open and be willing to make those new connections with other people who come into your life, but also having that conscious effort to maintain that connection with those who you have already been close to in your past because they are the ones who you're going to turn to when you're struggling, especially at our age in life. Now, when we come into those times of trials in those times of struggles, our parents necessarily aren't the ones we're going to be turning to anymore because we're kind of entering that more individual role in life with being in college and entering, as they say, the real world where we're trying to figure things out for our own. And when we do enter these challenges, yes, our parents will still be there for us, but I think we're going to lean more on our friends, especially as we go throughout the next 10 years of our life. 100%. And like you said, you lean more on your friends. I think it's because as you go through these college ages or whatever you want to call it, 
you experience yourself, you learn more about yourself. And sometimes it's things you're not necessarily always proud of, things that you may do or ways you may act. I don't know, like for me, I personally always want my parents to see the best of myself. And it's hard for them to think positively of me or feel like I can go to them sometimes. Although I know I always can go to them because I'm sure they'll hear this. But just getting that, having that friendship that you know your friends won't judge you, your friends won't disagree with you, but they also won't be afraid to tell you when you're wrong. I know I've been in situations like that where, oh, maybe I'm ranting about a situation going on and they're like, Abby, you're wrong. (laughs) Like you need to fix what you're doing. So it's always important too to include or remember that if a friend is to say something in that sense, I don't want to say bad or hurtful, it's usually because they want to help better you. And in the end, that's the goal of a friendship is to help each other better one another and be good people. And so you always have to remember that to take that criticism as critiques and do what you can with them to improve yourself and don't always get mad at them if they say something that they don't think you're doing is a good idea. Simple as actions or words, whatever it may be. I love that. And that reminded me of a quote too that I came across one day that I wanted to make sure to mention. It's don't just pray, be the answer to someone else's prayers. So like you were talking about with going on those rants to your friends and whatnot, how they're there to support you. And they're also there to tell you and give you that perspective you need if you are in the wrong to take that step back and realize what it is you can build on as a person. And that's something that I believe is really, really important with those close friendships is how they can offer you that perspective through those times when you might be just like so narrow focused on one opinion or something, they allow you to step back and have that civil conversation to explore those other viewpoints. Exactly. And um, I think that's one thing that people run away from friendships. It seems people run away from their friendships if they feel that they're in the wrong or whatever it may be. But not only being able to take that criticism from a friend, but also criticism, critique, from a friend, but also be able to give it in a constructive way that doesn't hurt the other person. Wording is everything. I've had my feelings hurt because things were worded incorrectly or poorly, but I know I've also hurt other people as well for the same reason. And it's just a matter of just thinking about what you say before you say it and remembering that the person you are talking to is your friend and they are going to be hurt by you. Truthfully, as a friend, that is the last thing you want to do is hurt another friend. So you always have to remember to stay positive, give constructive criticism, not just, oh, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, but also know how to put it in a better way and let them know that you're there for them because in the end, that's what a friendship is for. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think that's a very fitting place to kind of wrap up is where our friendships are meant for the betterment of each individual. They're there for you to support you through those times when you're struggling, but they're also there to help you experience the joy and celebrate the times that are going great and going adventures with, even if it is the times to get you to get up and do something. I know that's something that I struggled with last year is I was always in the corner of my room working on my homework and whatnot. And I never took that time to go out and spend with my friends. But then it got to the point where they're like, hey, we're not giving you an option. We're going out to do this tonight. So they're there for your well-being. And I think you put that perfectly. Yeah, that positive encouragement helps as well. You know, knowing what your friends want and need, even if they don't want to admit it, getting them to do that. Like you said, your friends, 
encourage you. They're like, yep, we're going. You don't have an option. You're coming with us. That's always good. I mean, you have to know when there's a borderline, you know, if someone's like working on homework and it's two at midnight, because, you know, we all do that. But tell them maybe, hey, tomorrow night, make sure you have your homework done. We're going out to eat at this time or we're doing this, doing that so that they can plan around it and whatever they need to do to be successful because you do need that time as friends to bond. You can see each other, you can talk on FaceTime for a few minutes here and there, but if you don't ever have that time to bond, you're never gonna grow your friendship in the way that it needs to. I love that. I love the way you put that. And like I just got done saying, I think that is an excellent place to wrap up today. So with friendship, it is all about building those close connections, staying in contact with those who you maybe previously were close to, and then also being open to those who you might come in contact with in the future, whether it's throughout college or throughout your careers, or even after you retire. Throughout your entire life, you can be making friends that will last you a lifetime. But before we wrap up, I do kind of have to put you on the spot here, Abby. So I do have to ask you, what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote would probably have to be um, a quote from our Kairos retreat our junior year. And it is every single person, no matter how perfect they may seem, if they have a pulse, they have insecurities. And I like that one just because it tells you that no matter what it may seem like someone has or doesn't have, no matter how perfect you may think someone is or how perfect someone's life is, they're all go like everyone's going through something. Everyone has things that they're insecure about whether they show it or not. And the best thing you can do for yourself then is just be yourself. You need to be positive with yourself, be positive with those around you. And when you do that, people will see how happy you are with yourself and they may think, hey, she's perfect too, or he's perfect too. I love that quote because I actually forgot about that from that retreat. But now that you've mentioned it, it came back into my mind. I think it fits in very nicely with what we were discussing today because it proves how important friendship is because no matter how perfect someone may seem, they do always have something they are struggling with on the inside. So it proves that friendship is always there for them. It's like turn to those individuals to like discuss those problems or even go on adventures with. So Abby, thank you for sharing that. And thank you once again for being willing to come on here to the positive points. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun talking with you. It was so nice to be able to reconnect with Abby again, and I'm so happy to know that she's surviving and thriving through all the challenges the real world throws her way. Hearing her energetic voice again made me smile, and I hope it did for you too. With that being said, the positive point of the podcast for this episode has to be to reach out. I was always blown away with how Abby and a couple of my other friends were able to go up to complete strangers and act like their best friends. But that goes to show that it's all about getting out of your comfort zone. Once you step beyond your perceived boundaries, the opportunities are endless because you never know what a conversation could lead to. A relationship, a glorious adventure, or your dream job. Friends, and especially reaching out and meeting new people, can lead us to the opportunities we've been praying for. But not everything is going to go as smoothly as planned. Once stuff starts to hit the fan, you need a support system you can rely on. And the older we get, the bigger roles our friends play in that. They can offer the advice you need because they know who you are. Having someone to turn to in times of need offers the comfort we look for to know that everything is going to be okay. 
Friendships are so important in our life for the simple fact of our mental health. Going on impulsive adventures to clear our head or planning cross-country trips to get away for a while are some of my favorite memories and things that I want to do in the future. However, the most important aspect to a close friendship is the fact that no matter what happens, you will always have someone there for you. Through the thick and thin, good times and bad, you'll have a shoulder to cry on, a hand to grab onto, or legs to jump for joy with. I think we all know that friendships are important, but I don't think we truly understand how beneficial they are to our lives. Take what Abby said today and use it to build the courage to reach out to your long-lost friends or meet some new ones. No matter if you feel like you have a million friends or just a couple, remember, you've got a friend in me. This week, I challenge you to reach out to those old friends you haven't talked to in a while or go meet a new one. Whichever one you feel like suits you best, step outside of your comfort zone and make a connection with those around you because you never know when you're going to need them the most. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Positive Point. As always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at The Positive Poi 2. That's The Positive P-O-I 2. Or Instagram at The Positive Point underscore podcast. Or send an email to The Positive Point podcast at gmail.com to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows? Maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tigas. And remember, keep it positive.